The History of College Football is a podcast dedicated to preserving the college football gridiron memories from years gone by. Please feel free to visit our website at historyofcollegefootball.com. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss the most stunning loss for each team in the SEC. The SEC is jam-packed with teams that are more than rich in the college football history. It's a history that includes dynasties, legendary coaches, Heisman Trophy winners, and players who have come to define the game. Today, in alphabetical order, we will turn to each one of the 14 teams currently residing in the SEC and discuss what we consider the program's most stunning loss in the team's storied history. In alphabetical order, here we go. Alabama Crimson Tide, most stunning loss. Auburn 34, Alabama 28, November 30th, 2013. The kick six. In 2013, number one Alabama entered the Iron Bowl undefeated 11-0, had won two consecutive BCS national championships, and were smack in the midst of the dynasty. Number four, Auburn entered the Iron Bowl 10-1. This game was dripping with intrigue at the end. With 32 seconds remaining in the game, Auburn ties the game at 28. They kick off to the Crimson Tide, and the tie drove to the 38-yard line, and then time ran out, or did it. Alabama coach Nick Saban challenged, stating the game still had one second remaining. After a video review, one second was indeed put in the clock. So here we go. Having missed three field goals early in the game, Coach Saban opted to sit kicker Cade Foster in the fourth quarter and give the Richmond freshman Adam Griffith a try. The Crimson Tide lined up for the potential game-winning 57-yard field goal. The kick was short, and Auburn's Chris Davis, who was standing at the far goal line, simply caught the ball just in front of the goalposts. He races 109 yards up the sidelines, scoring on the last play of the game. Arkansas Razorbacks, most stunning loss. Texas 15, Arkansas 14, December 6, 1969. The 1969 season culminated with what was at the time the game of the century. Now here is the backdrop. The game featured number one Texas versus number two Arkansas and Fayetteville. Now, bear in mind that in the 1960s, these teams had a rivalry for the ages. In consecutive seasons, each team won a national championship, Texas in 63, Arkansas in 64. In consecutive years, 64 and 65, Arkansas defeated Texas when the Longhorns were number one. Well, Texas returned the favor by handing Arkansas its only loss in 1968. And now, one year later, in 1969, the 100th anniversary of college football, mind you, with the Southwest Championship on the line, the Cotton Bowl berth on the line, the rivalry game pitted number one versus number two. Now, originally, the game was scheduled to be played back in mid-October, but in a calculated move, 
ABC TV executive Vino Cook had the foresight to move the game to December 6th. Oh, did this work? And the game took on a colossal magnitude. Imagine this scenario at season's end. Legendary coaches Frank Royals of Arkansas and Dow Royal of Texas meet in the 100th year of college football in the game of the century, pitting number one versus number two. Texas versus Arkansas, both 9-0, undefeated, untied. In front of over 47,000 fans in Fayetteville, the Razorbacks led 14-0 going into the fourth quarter. But the Longhorns rallied, and after a 42-yard touchdown run, the Longhorns went for two and converted, and now the score is 14-8. Then with just under four minutes left to play, Texas scored again with less than just one minute left. The Longhorns intercepted a Razorback pass at the Texas 21-yard line to preserve the victory. The postgame was sheer pandemonium as President Nixon presented the national championship to Texas prior to the playing of the bowl games. Auburn Tigers, most stunning loss. Alabama 7, Auburn 3, December 2nd, 1967. You want a memorable play, this is your game. In 1967, number nine, Alabama entered the Iron Bowl, seven wins, one loss, one tie. Auburn entered the Iron Bowl, six and three. Played on a field soaked in unfathomable mud, making it nearly impossible footing. The game started with six consecutive punts. The game was scoreless at halftime. With 11 minutes left in the game, Auburn led three to nothing. And then this is when quarterback Ken Stabler took off downfield the celebrated run in the mud arguably the most epic run in Crimson Tide history. He cut, he ducked, he labored 47 yards for the game's only touchdown. A pair of Auburn players went down trying to tackle the snake. No flags were called. Eyewitnesses maintained both defenders were not blocked. They were tackled. Alabama 7, Auburn 3. Florida Gators' most stunning loss. Georgia 26, Florida 21, November 8, 1980. Number 20, Florida entered the game 6-1. Number two, Georgia entered the game 8-0. On the third play of the game, Herschel Walker raced 72 yards to give the Bulldogs a quick 7-0 lead. By halftime in a very hard-fought battle, Georgia led 14-10. By the end of the third quarter, Georgia appeared to have taken command of the game as they led 20-10. But in the fourth quarter, fireworks erupted. Florida cut into the lead 20-18 on a touchdown and a two-point conversion. One field goal later, the Gators now led for the first time all game, 21 to 20. With 63 seconds left in the game, the Bulldogs, down 21 to 20, were pinned at their own seven-yard line and faced a third and 11. Florida fans were celebrating in the stands. The Georgia fans, they were heading for the exits. Quarterback Buck Ballou called L76, which was an 18-yard curl pattern. Ballou hit Lindsey Scott, who raced 93 yards for the miraculous game-winning touchdown to save the season for the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs would go on to win the national championship, finishing 12-0. Georgia Bulldogs, most stunning loss. Auburn 27, Georgia 13, November 21st, 1942. This was a stunner. Number one, Georgia entered the game 9-0 and were led by Frank Sickwich, who would go on to win the Heisman Trophy that season, and Charlie Trippi, a two-time All-American. The previous two games, Georgia had outscored their opponents 115 to nothing possessed a lights-out defense that allowed a mere 49 points up to that game and had not allowed a team to score more than 13 points against them all season. They would go on to post six shutouts that season, and the Bulldogs would win the national championship. Auburn ended the game four wins, four losses, one tie. On offense, Auburn stunned the Bulldog defense 
running from the T formation. Auburn schemed the defense where the tackles would drop back to search for rushers. A Tiger assistant coach then noticed during the game that Tripke would tip off the plays in the way he would line up before the snap. The stunned Bulldogs could not keep pace with the Tigers as Auburn secured the stunning win and in turn, a stunning loss for Georgia. Now, the stunning loss derailed the perfect season for the Bulldogs, but they did go on to win the national championship. Kentucky Wildcats, most stunning loss. Tennessee 7, Kentucky 0, November 25, 1950. Number 3, Kentucky enters the game 10-0. and Number 9, Tennessee was 8-1. and Played at Tennessee, the game matched two of the all-time greatest coaches in the history of college football. The Wildcats' Paul Bear Bryant versus the Vols' General Robert Nealand. The game was played in a blizzard, the great Appalachian storm, the storm of the century in 18-degree weather under six inches of snow in front of over 46,000 fans. In the second quarter, Tennessee fumbled at its own 36. On the ensuing drive, Tennessee fumbled, but Val Dan Bordinger, a second-string guard, recovered it to keep the drive alive. On the next play, Tennessee threw a 27-yard touchdown pass as Burt Reichenchar ran it in. Now, the extra point was muffed, but a penalty gave the Tennessee Volunteers a second chance, and the balls converted. Up 7 to nothing. there'd be no more scoring in that game. Due to the weather conditions, there were 16 fumbles. The Kentucky Wildcats lost 8 of 9 of their fumbles. The Vols lost 4 of their 7. This loss was the only loss of the season for Kentucky and kept the Wildcats from a certain national championship. LSU Tigers, most stunning loss. Iowa 30, LSU 25, January 1st, 2005, the Capital One Bowl. Number 12, LSU enters the game in the Capital One Bowl, 9-2. Number 11, Iowa entered the game, also 9-2. Iowa jumped out early on a 7-0 long touchdown pass as Drew Tate hit Clinton Solomon. LSU followed with two field goals to cut the lead to 7-6. In the second half, the Iowa lead blossomed to 24-12. So LSU inserts quarterback Jamarcus Russell from off the bench, and he completes three passes, the last for a touchdown to Tyler Green, and now late in the fourth quarter, Jamarcus Russell drives the Tigers downfield, and with 46 seconds left in the game, LSU took their first lead of the day, 25-24. to Well, here's what happened next. With nine seconds to play, LSU, again, leading 25-24, to had Iowa pinned, but they did have one last chance. From the Iowa 44-yard line, Quarterback Drew Tate threw a Hail Mary to Hawkeye Warren Holloway, who's streaking down the sidelines for the game-winning touchdown. And the jubilant announcer yelled, touchdown, Iowa, touchdown, Iowa, touchdown, Iowa. I don't believe what I just saw. Handing LSU a stunning loss. Mississippi State Bulldogs. Alabama 25, Mississippi State 20, November 15th, 2014. Mississippi State entered the game 9-0 with dreams of a national championship an undefeated season as they were number one in the country. Number four, Alabama was eight and one. Coach Dan Mullen's version of the Bulldogs rose to number one in the AP poll after week seven, after they defeated in consecutive weeks, a number eight LSU team, a number six Texas A&M team, and a number two Auburn team. The Tide that day scored on a safety and a field goal to take a five to nothing lead in the first quarter and the lead blossomed to 19 to three at halftime. A late touchdown by Mississippi State made the score appear closer than the game actually was. Missouri Tigers, most stunning loss. BYU 21, Missouri 17, December 23, 1983, the Holiday Bowl. 
Missouri entered the Holiday Bowl 7-4 and, and faced the number nine BYU team who entered the game 10-1. and one. With four minutes remaining in the game, Missouri led 17-14, was knocking on the door again. But BYU's defense mounted a goal line stand and took over on downs. With the ball on the five-yard line, BYU quarterback Steve Young led the Cougars 95 yards and threw the game-winning touchdown pass with 23 seconds left in the game to defeat Missouri. Now, here's what happened. The game-winning touchdown was a thing of beauty, a perfectly called trick play. It was called fake right 28, quarterback screen left. With 31 seconds left in the game, BYU had the ball on the 14-yard line. Quarterback Steve Young took the snap, hands the ball to Eddie Stinnett, who's rolling toward the right sidelines. Well, Steve Young rolled toward the left sidelines, and Stinnett suddenly spun and passed to Steve Young, the quarterback, who took Stinnett's pass five yards behind the line of scrimmage and raced untouched into the end zone for the last-second miracle win in the Holiday Bowl. Steve Young, in that game, had a touchdown rushing, receiving, and passing. Unusual triple feat. Old Miss Rebels, most stunning loss. LSU 7, Old Miss 3, October 31st, 1959. Number three, Old Miss entered the game 6-0. Number one, LSU entered the game 6-0 as well. On Halloween night in Baton Rouge, LSU halfback Billy Cannon, who would go on to win the Heisman Trophy that year, made arguably the most famous play in LSU history. This game was the battle of the heavyweights. It was a showdown between two undefeated, bitter SEC rivals. Legend has it that tickets were so hard to come by that game. One fan offered his Cadillac for four seats, while another fan offered to trade his wife for tickets. Each team had allowed only one touchdown all season. In the first quarter, Ole Miss went up three to nothing, and still up three to nothing in the fourth quarter, Ole Miss punts. Cannon takes the punt at his own 11 broke seven tackles, and returned it 89 yards for the game's only touchdown. Now think about that. There are 11 players on the Old Miss's defense, and Cannon went through seven of them. This would prove to be Old Miss's only loss in 1959. Now, there was still 10 minutes left in the game, and at game's end, on fourth down, Old Miss had the ball two yards from the end zone. But the LSU defense stuffed the run. Who made the hit at the goal line? Billy Cannon. Halloween night. 1959. It was the night Old Miss dreams of a perfect season and a probable national championship was shot down by a cannon. South Carolina Gamecocks, most stunning loss. Clemson 16, South Carolina 14, November 18, 2000. In Death Valley, number 25, South Carolina enters the game, the last game of the season, 7 and 3. Number 16, Clemson was 8 and 2. These two longtime rivals fought a hard-fought battle, and in the fourth quarter, with 59 seconds remaining in the game, Clemson was clinging to a 13-7 lead. When South Carolina tight end Thomas Hill recovers a Derek Watson's fumble in the end zone to suddenly put South Carolina up 14-13. On the ensuing drive, with now 19 seconds remaining, Clemson had the ball on their own 42, out of the shotgun. Clemson quarterback Woody Dantzler hits Rod Gardner for 50-yard falling backwards reception. Ask any South Carolina fan, they will say Gardner should have been called for offensive pass interference for pushing the defender as the ball was in the air. Aaron Hunt's 25-yard field goal for Clemson with seven seconds left secured the stunning loss for South Carolina. Tennessee Volunteers, most stunning loss. USC 14, Tennessee 0, January 1st, 1940. 
Number two, Tennessee enters the game 13-0, undefeated, untied, and unscored upon. Coach Nealon's defense dominated. The closest game of the season was a 7-0 shutout of Auburn. Number three, USC entered the game undefeated as well, but had two ties. They were 7-0-2. And while the Volunteers played the game without their star tailback, George Cafigo, who was injured back on November 11th, what was surprising here was that the Vols gave up the only points the entire season to a team that was shut out once themselves that season and had scored less than 10 points three times. The loss for Tennessee was in the midst of a 17 consecutive game shutout streak by the Volunteers. How did USC score? Ambrose Schindler rushed for one touchdown and passed for another to lead USC to the win. Texas A&M Aggies, most stunning loss. Texas 7, Texas A&M 0, November 28, 1940. Texas A&M entered the game number two, undefeated 8-0, and they were riding a 19-game winning streak. They were the defending national champions and were eyeing a second straight national championship. Bitter rival Texas entered the 1940 game six and two, playing at Memorial Stadium on the third play of the game. The Longhorns stunned the crowd as Noble Doss made an impossible catch to set up the Longhorns' first quarter touchdown. Texas shut out the Aggies the rest of the way in a defensive struggle to send Texas A&M to the only loss of the season and end all dreams of repeat national championship. Vanderbilt Commodores' most stunning loss. Oklahoma 25, Vanderbilt 23, September 10th, 1977. In the first game of the season, Vanderbilt faced number one Oklahoma and their vaunted wishbone offense. Vanderbilt stunned the crowd in Norman, taking a 15-11 lead into the fourth quarter as they stifled the wishbone attack. The Sooners then inserted a freshman quarterback, Jay Jimerson, who changed the momentum and it worked. Jimerson rallied the Sooners on a 20-yard touchdown run. Vanderbilt then drove into Sooner territory and tried a field goal to put the game away. And then this is what happened. Sooner Bud Herbert blocks the field goal. Barry Burgett grabbed it and raced 64 yards to put the Sooners up for good to prevent the upset. What was even more stunning, Vanderbilt had recovered a fumble in the end zone earlier in the game, but the officials ruled that they did not recover the ball. The Commodores would go on to finish the season 2-9, and nine, while Oklahoma finished the season 10-1. and one. Only's loss was in the Orange Bowl. Well, there you have it. One opinion as to the most stunning loss for every team in the SEC. Now, you may be thinking, hey, you left out this game, you left out that game. But maybe, just maybe, we included some games that you would consider worthy as well to be in the discussion as to the most stunning loss for each of the programs in the SEC. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode. 